let's talk about balance. Now, I'm not talking physical balance, like being able to keep yourself on your feet, but I'm talking about work-life balance. Welcome to another episode of Swimmer's Ear. I'm Sarah. Uh, hopefully you're finding this podcast on prosumworkouts.com. If you use code Swimmer's Ear, capital S, capital E, you get 20% off a subscription to the website, which I do highly recommend. Now to jump right into it, work-life balance is something that I have been struggling with really, really hard for the past few months. Um, there was a period of time where I was out of town at competition every week for six to eight weeks, I think. Then I'd have a week off and then I'd do, you know, two or three more meets in a row and so on. And it got to the point where I was, it felt at least like I was spending more time in Airbnbs than I was in my own apartment. And that can be pretty draining. Even though these meets that I was going to were typically all prelims finals and I'd get like three to four hours in between each session each day to go back to my room and kind of decompress, it was still very much being at work for 24 hours per day, three to four days over the weekend. And at this point now it's mid June and I'm completely exhausted. Uh, Last weekend was one weekend that I had off. And what do we do with our off weekends? We fill them full of activities that are unrelated to work. So rather than being at the pool or at a pool or surrounded by swimmers in any way, I had family visiting from out of town and I spent Saturday outside in the sun, got horrifically sunburnt. Sunday uh, spent recovering from that sunburn and I feel like I didn't really have a weekend now. And that's not to say I'm not glad that I spent time with family on the weekend, but I think that what I need to do is just completely do nothing for a couple of days. Those precious weekends that we get to ourselves as coaches should really be spent on ourselves. And like I said, super glad to have seen family, but that is also draining in a lot of ways that are similar to a swim meet. Like you, you feel like you're very switched on all weekend. You feel like you're acting kind of as a tour guide and you're kind of in a position where you're meant to entertain people. And even though you love them and you're so glad to see them, it can take a lot of energy and I'm realizing now that work-life balance for me means that I absolutely need actual downtime. I need time to be my, my be by myself. I need to take a lot of naps, uh, eat healthily, because we all know when you're on the road that much, uh, your diet takes a hit. And you just need to spend time on yourself. So the next weekend that I have off, I'm taking it off. I'm switching my phone off. I may very well honestly turn off my uh, internet (laughs) and just exist in my apartment with my little sausage dog and be Sarah for a weekend rather than being head coach of the swim team. And that's kind of 
daunting in a way as much as I am excited for that to happen and I'm looking forward to it it's been so long since I've done that since I've actually had nothing to do that I think I'm going to feel a little bit frantic and panicked about it in the sense that I'm probably going to be searching for things to do at first. I'm probably going to be trying to keep myself busy. I'm going to do three loads of laundry and clean my entire apartment and catch up on a million personal emails that have stacked up in my inbox. But the fact that I'm aware of that, maybe now I can plan ahead and just remind myself in those moments of panic that no, <laughs> don't do that. Just sit down. It's okay to just sit down and be for a little while. Now, weekends aside, I just think work-life balance as a coach is incredibly difficult. And granted, I've never coached other sports, but I feel as though in swimming, because of the way our training schedules are made, where, especially as a head coach, you're coaching really early in the morning, and then you're doing a bunch of admin work, and then you have like the midday, early afternoon off, and then you're back at the pool again in the evening, and then you probably have to talk to parents after practice and maybe do a little bit more admin work. It makes for a really weird dynamic. You don't get a lot of opportunity to plan extracurricular activities, you know? I tried to join a lacrosse team, just a recreational lacrosse team this spring, and I had to back out last minute because I realized that even though the games were like well after practice time on a Wednesday, I wouldn't be okay to, to play. So my practices end at 5.45 and these games were at 7. So that means, you know, after I say my goodbyes to all the swimmers and parents in the lobby, I'm out the door at 6 p.m. I'm going home to feed my dog, feed myself. And then I'm back out the door heading out to play lacrosse. And that there's like no time in there. So that's all very rushed. And then this game could run depending on like what other teams are playing and what time we get on the field. It could go until 10 p.m. And when I have practice at 5.45 in the morning, I'm going to bed at like 8.30 the night before. So there just aren't enough hours in the evening to make those extracurricular activities happen. And I think we all know that until you're past the age of 55, there's not really all that much happening that might interest you in the middle of the day when you have the most free time. <laughs> and you know what? I'm 29. I'm not about to go hang out at the senior center, you know? So it poses a lot of problems for me. And like I said, I've just been struggling. I'm feeling very run down. Uh, my priorities are all out of whack and it just like I'm starting to almost feel ill and I know that I can't be the only one I personally have experienced this at other clubs it always happens towards the end of the season in May and June as you're heading into those last few like high performing meets of the year you know your provincials your nationals your regionals whatever and you just feel like garbage like, all I want to do right now is just go to sleep, but I have to be back at the pool half an hour from the time of this recording to have a meeting. And it's not going to be a pleasant meeting, but I have to be there. It's part of the job. And uh, 
I'm basically walking in with bags under my eyes and my brain in a fog and not honestly super looking forward to being at the pool. I love coaching. I absolutely do. I love the sport of swimming and I love being able to help young adults and kids find the same passion for the sport that I have. And I like seeing them progress as athletes and as people. But all of the different facets of coaching that fit together in this jigsaw puzzle, it just takes a while. You know, it's honestly a jigsaw puzzle is probably the best analogy you could come up with. There are so many tiny little pieces that you have to fit together to make the the grand picture appear and to make it readable to everybody on the outside and it's it's just a lot and it takes a lot out of you so coaches as much as this was just an opportunity for me to kind of mull out my feelings about my own burnout and my own lack of work-life balance this is just as much a call to you to remind yourselves to take some time for yourself. You know what? I'm sure that all of you have sick days written into your contract. And when you feel the way that I do, you're sick. You need a mental break for a day or two. Take your sick days. Don't let them accrue just because you don't want to feel like you're letting anyone down. Because in powering through and in pushing yourself to the brink, you're making yourself ill. And when you're ill in that way, you're no good to anybody else. You're not doing the best work that you could be doing. So I'm going to challenge everyone here to carve out an hour. Not even an hour a day. Let's say an hour over the course of the next two days where you do something that is completely not related to work, not related to housework, but is entirely for your own self-indulgence. Because there's nothing wrong with that, and it can help you be a lot healthier and a lot happier. And when you're happy and healthy, everything feels better in life. So coaches, anybody else who happens to be listening, over the next two days, carve out that hour, and then, you know what, hit me up on social media. Tell me what you ended up doing for that hour. I will absolutely update all of you as to what I choose to do. But I would love to hear the wide variety of things that you all come up with. Um, I'm fortunate in that I'm just a single lady and coaching is kind of my only thing going on. Um, aside from my little sausage dog, he is wonderful. Um, but I don't have a family to look after, so I, I'm pretty privileged in that way. I can carve out an hour, probably with some ease. But for those of you with families, I'm, I'm particularly interested in knowing how you manage to balance work and life and everything in between. So once again, the Swimmer's Ear podcast is available on proswimworkouts.com. You can now also find it on Google Play and on iTunes Podcasts. That's a new thing as of this week. 
I finally figured out how to do it. So, you can basically find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, once again, I just want to remind you, if you use the code SWIMMERSEAR, all one word, capital S, capital E, on prosumworkouts.com, you get a 20% discount on your subscription. There's tons of workouts in there. I know that I'm probably going to be using them for the next couple days just based on the way that I'm feeling. So make sure you're taking advantage. It makes uh, your coaching life a lot easier so that you can focus on your non-coaching life. I will talk to you guys next week. Don't forget to contact me via social media, Twitter preferred. I am at coach underscore Sarah Mack, and I will talk to you next time.